After introducing our four heroes, it came to their attention that a local shopkeep was having goods stolen right off his shelves. He suspected another shopkeep and ex-adventuring companion may be the thief in question, but he seems to think this may just be a call for attention. The team now sets out to investigate the original shopkeep's private quarters, just to be sure. So you guys head on over to Elmwood Goods. Uh, it's, you know, sun is down. Um, there are a few torches out, seemingly for like maybe some of the animals uh, that maybe don't have the best night vision, like some of the more domesticated ones. Uh, but for the most part, it's pretty dark out there. Uh, you know, elves and half elves have they got that dark vision, so not really a lot of stuff to be seen there. Uh, but you do make your way over to Elmwood Goods. What happens then? Uh, so I look, <laughs> I look at Adonis, and I, I, I wink in a very like inconspicuous way. Like literally, if there was anyone on the streets, they saw this wink. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, and I cast Thaumaturgy. Okay. Oh, I, I also look at, at, at Cloak and, and wink and kind of like... <laughs> can can right. I make sure he's in the shop first? Like, look through the windows to see if he's there? Uh, I will go ahead and say yes, simply because what exactly is happening with Thaumaturgy was not yet specified. So I, I just want to make sure he's in, like, I'll look through the windows and just make sure he's, like, standing behind the counter or somewhere near the front of it. Well, when did you guys wind up going? What was the agreed upon time? Is it, like, close to meditation, close to trance time, or? Yeah, like 10, 11, I thought it, we were going to go over there. Yeah, like, little, mm -hmm. like, just right before it started. Then, okay. So you head on over, kind of pull yourself up to the windowsill look in uh give me a perception check boy 12 it's 12 so you look around inside you don't see him but you're pretty sure you see something maybe like a very dim light source uh with your you know, with it being as dark as it is, your dark vision is kicked in, so everything is grayscale. Uh, so it's a little difficult to tell, but you you do feel about 80% confident that there's somebody in there, so he might be in there. Okay. And um, I'll turn back to Thunaron uh, and say, I think it's a go. <laughs> okay. So then, then Theron w winks at at Adonis for the second time. This time it's a double wink, one with each eye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and he casts thaumaturgy. Uh and the effect that I'm going. Oh, I guess I can click the thing so you can all see it. Yeah, go ahead and click it. Drop it in chat. Drop it in chat for the chat. There you go. Uh, let's scroll up a bit. So uh, with Thaumaturgy, 
Uh, I invest or manifest a minor wonder, a sign of supernatural power within range. I create one of the following magical effects within range, and to spare you the effort of reading all of these, I'll go ahead and say my voice now booms up to three times as loud as normal for one minute. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> folks at home, I advise you to turn your speakers down just a wee bit. <laughs> Don't go worry. for it. I can turn myself down. Okay. Adonis, oh, you dog! How dare I am blue! As blue as the sky is true! How dare you call me green! You insult me to my face! And I I tackle him. I tackle him. <laughs> Taking care, of course, not to put my hands in his face at all. I just like wrap him up. Okay. Okay. Uh well then, I would like you to go ahead and click on where it says strength and your abilities on the far left. Sure. Uh, not a strength saving throw. This is just a general strength yeah. check. And uh, whatever you roll will add two to it because your proficiency will not be. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> Wait. You may. Oh. No, we won't. <laughs> I trip. <laughs> you may have had just a bit too much to drink, more so than you. You said it yourself, Shadow. He prides oh, yeah. himself on getting drunk for cheap. It is perfect. So you boom all of that out. You see a bunch of like candles and lanterns flip on in the windows of houses like behind you or behind uh, Adonis, and you charge forward. And you go to tackle him using the battering ram horns and everything, and you just, uh, just dead stop <laughs> right on him. <laughs> and you're just like your feet are sliding, causing these grooves in the dirt as you're trying to push him back, and he's just staring down at you with this look of like that surprised me. What is going on? <laughs> is it go time? I, I'm going to tackle you one of these days. I'm, I, by George, I'm going to knock you out. I assure you. And I like slide down even lower, like trying to wrap his ankles up. Oh, shit. You have insulted right. the Vita name. Hold with a, with a natural one. As you slide down. Adonis, you feel your belt give, and he just pulls your <laughs> pants down as he goes. You've passed the point of, like, this is part of the plan. You're like, no, he's actually drunk. <laughs> you are just convinced he's actually drunk. Uh, Cloak, the intent of all this was to give you the ability to sneak in there. Uh, so let's go ahead and get a stealth roll from you with advantage. Oh. Stealth. Ooh. <laughs> nice. A uh, 27. All right. So, uh, Adonis, what do you do? Um, <clears throat> I'm like, with my divine strength, I will show you that you're green. <laughs> I cast light uh, onto my mask. I'm like, ah, divine energy. <laughs> and I go with it. Like, he's pulling my pants. I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't pull my pants down. And I just, I grab, we're, we're now grappling on the ground. 
and I roll per uh, performance. Yeah, both of you roll performance for me. <laughs> 15 from Adonis. And a 16 for Theron. So, as you're down at his ankles, just wrapped around his legs, with a big bundle of pants in your hands, <laughs> you say blue as he touches his mask, and just this bright light shines in your eyes. It's like, like an emergency-powered flashlight was just turned on in your face in pitch black darkness. So you're like, ah, blue! <laughs> and so he he kind of like tries to get you to let go of his pants so he can pull him up and when you don't he just kind of lays on you until you start rolling around on the ground <laughs> while screaming green <laughs> blue green blue green blue <laughs> and now you've blinded me too you bastard <laughs> I'm showing you the light Oh. I'm showing you your true colors. <laughs> <laughs> you hear literally from the crowd. <laughs> Penelope, Have we amassed a crowd now? <laughs> you've amassed a crowd. Penelope, as Eleneth comes up next to you, and it's like, what in the devil is going on out here? You can hear your face turning red because you're so embarrassed by what's happening right now. Like, you were like, okay, this is this is going to be a little embarrassing, but I can handle it. And then pants came down, and they're rolling around just going, blue, green, blue, green, bleen, grew. And you're just like, I'm you're, all like you're like, I felt it turn red, and then I heard it turn. Like, you could just hear the blood coming up to your face. You, just, you look at Alinea and just squeak out a, because you just don't know what's going on. Green! Blue cerulean, if we're being pedantic. <laughs> oh. I feel like my bird would have the hell of a time just copying them. <laughs> you, after you squeak out at Alinius, you hear blue, green, and you just you look at your raven and go, oh no, because <laughs> you're not sleeping tonight. <laughs> you're gonna hear blue, green, blue, green. All night. I think we we have purchased a, a apt amount of time for uh for for cloak to kind of get no. some looking around. So with the twenty seven, you're just, you see all this going down. You're laughing. You're like this this is fucking great, <laughs> and then. You hear Elenia say, "What in the devil is going on here?" And you're like, "Oh," and you're you're well aware of what's happening. That you're like, "I don't even need to be sneaky." You just turn around and walk <laughs> into the shop. <laughs> All right, now that you are inside, what are you going to do? Um, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna well, not try. I'm gonna go to the back and then uh, look around to see if. I can see any of the missing stuff or like a living quarters that he might have. Okay. Uh, so you start making your way back. You get to the counter that lines the back of the shopping area 
and you go over to the the section where there's no like cabinetry or anywhere underneath the area where you walk through where it's you just a counter open the countertop and you just huh and you just walk right under it you head into the back and you are immediately what met with a small uh candlelit room that's just got a bed a chest and a very small table for uh eating and like it's got a small little bit of parchment and a quill on there for like stationery uh it does appear that he has been living here um there is and all of that is pretty much crammed into one corner the rest of this room does take up most of his like storage and supply and like you know if it's not out front on the floor it's back here ready to be stocked up front uh give me an investigation to look for the missing items just normal? Yep, just that's normal. Oof. <laughs> Oof. So, you look around, and as you begin looking around, you hear, Ah, my horn! And so you get a little distracted. And uh, throughout looking around, you don't find anything that indicates to you, yes, the missing ingredients are here, or ingredients, fuck me. You don't find anything that indicates, yes, the missing items are here. You don't find anything that says he has taken them, and uh, you actually are quite convinced after your little search that either they're not here and he's really good about this, or he had nothing to do with it. Can I also check the chest as well? Or was that part of the investigation? Uh, it was... Uh, I was originally going to say no. I mean, if you wanted to pop it open as part of looking for the stuff, yeah. Um, it's just got... I, like You've you know, sifted through it and then put everything back to make it look like you're not there. Uh, as best as you think. And inside is just his couple extra pairs of clothes and like what looked like maybe a small dagger from like maybe his adventuring days. Uh, again, nothing that indicates the stuff is here. This looks like it's his own little like personal chest. Was any as was it a fancy dagger or just a basic dagger? It's like a basic dagger. Nothing special to it. <clears throat> Was there anything written on the parchment by any chance or any other pieces of paper that might have had written or writing on it? Or was it just blank? Uh, as you head over there to the, t uh, the table, check it out. Um, the parchment is mostly blank. It's um, There's none out on the table. It's all like rolled up and kept together in a little parchment tube. Um... No other, like, hatch or stairs that may lead up or down to... Not that you have found. Alright, I will just uh, walk back outside then. Yeah, you just calmly walk back outside, still rocking at 27 stealth. <laughs> it's blue, you bastard! More like moth green. Now that, my mother was moth green. I'm insulted. <laughs> you, don't, ah! you don't take after your mother. Ah! 
Penelope, you feel this light tap on your leg and you look down and Ortor just shakes his head at you. I yeah. die a little bit. And I have <laughs> have my courage enough to go over there, close my eyes, and try to tug out Adonis's <laughs> shirt. <laughs> to try to... Okay. Three. Huh? Uh, yeah. let's have you. Let's have you roll a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because you said you close your eyes. I'm not sure. To... Oh wait, never mind. Found uh, it. Found it. Sorry. Okay. There we go. The second one is the. The eleven. All right. Uh, so you you head on over as they're kind of still rolling around, you know, still the green, blue. Let go of my horn. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that was you, Adonis. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> what horn? Wait, what, what horn? <laughs> well, exactly. your pants are down. Caught with your <laughs> pants down. My horn. <laughs> Uh, so you, you go on over, you close your eyes, you just kind of plunge your hands down, you grab onto the first piece of cloth you find, and you're yanked into them as they continue to roll, and you're now being <laughs> rolled with them. Green! Penelope? Uh, <laughs> I... God, I, I hate to do it to myself, but I feel like with a strength check of one, I probably pulled a muscle by this point. <laughs> <laughs> like I probably that was, uh, lucky for you that was for the tackle. Oh, okay. It was it was specified that that was for the tackle. Uh I want from Adonis. What is this? From Adonis. Adonis and Theron, I want uh perception checks to see if you've noticed Penelope is now part of your little scrap. <laughs> just into just straight up perception. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah, straight up perception. Uh, that is a 15. A 15. So, yes, Theron, you do notice, and Adonis, it's it's exactly like you said earlier. Green! Green! Penelope? <laughs> ah. <laughs> and the two of you just stop dead in your tracks mid-roll as she kind of gets dropped on her butt next to you. And you're just sitting there holding on to each other, but like, looking at her like, what? <laughs> I I'm sorry, my friend. You are... <laughs> William Blue. Ha! A man of honor. <laughs> yes, yes. I admit my mistake. Uh, a man of I, honor I and eyeshadow. to drink. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I'll take you up on that. And and sorry, dearest Penelope. And now let's get, uh, due to your own description, a constitution saving throw from Theron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're sitting there, you're holding on to Adonis, and you're like, I'm sorry to you too, Penelope. <laughs> Doesn't you don't even look down and like you don't even feel it coming, you just kinda open your mouth and ah, <laughs> <laughs> like a Murloc there. I made room for another drink. <laughs> <laughs> right down in the in the in the puke. <laughs> Or Tor, you might want to lend him a hand. 
Oh, oh man. I gotta pull my pants up. <laughs> I, I pull him out of the, his own puke. <laughs> let's get a let's get a strength check from cloak for that then because uh, you're, you're a small size category he's medium he is big compared to you 19 a 19 yeah so you go over there you grab his arm and you're like ready to drag him out of it and you look back at it and you go Ugh. And so you go, you go pick up his head by his horns as he's just <laughs> And you just, like, kind of turn and, like, drag his upper body in one direction and then just gently put him back on the ground. To the trash bags. <laughs> um, can I cast ah, Prestidigitation to clean the clothes? Yes. Okay. So as, as Cloak's starting to drag him, you just kind of, like, <laughs> little little magic fingers, and it cleans up. Does that uh, clean well, up me too from way before? <laughs> uh, if she wants it to. <laughs> um, considering I directed it towards the puke, I, I mean, if he was in the way, it might fall in, but it's mostly him for the puke. Oh. Yeah, I'm still dirty. Yeah, you're still dirty. Yeah. And I'm probably mumbling to myself something like, I can't believe you said I was green under for some people. <laughs> He's just still mumbling about the little wrestling match. You hear at one point, like, what if I was taupe? Eleniath <laughs> <laughs> looks at the two of you remaining and goes, what the devil was that? Oh, they've had a few blue. too many drinks. I look at her now. I, uh... I look over to Adonis. I guess, yes, uh... Don't call him green. And good night. <laughs> and then I help Ortor with Theron. Alright, so you get over, you pick him up. What do you guys do? You head back to the inn or something else? Actually, I don't even know where Theron staying. Ortor, do you know? Oh, you have to repeat that, I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know where Theron is staying, so do you know where he's staying, Ortor? Oh, not at this very moment, I sleep most of the time and it may be in at an inn I don't know he always tries to get me to stay in these fancy places but has he ever stayed with you for the night no he doesn't like sleeping on the street like I do maybe you know it's a good uh, learning experience Many of first, I would say. Would I have any knowledge of where Thor or yeah, Thurton would be staying? Uh, your best guess is he's probably staying at the inn. Um, you've got no reason to think otherwise. The olive baskets in. <laughs> That's right, the olive baskets in. <laughs> <laughs> 
my best guess. Pretty sure this one was the green leaf. (laughs) (laughs) We'll change the name. That's right, the green leaf. It goes by many. (laughs) (laughs) So you head back to the green leaf. Uh, You guys walk in. And uh, the innkeeper's just kind of like, oh, what's that? I don't want to know. His room's upstairs. Third door on the right. Thanks. You guys drag him upstairs, open up that door. And um, you're a little surprised. It looks like Looks like a tornado came through here. He's got stuff everywhere. Lots of shiny bits that you don't recognize at all. And there's this really big, I'm talking, big satchel over in the corner uh, that looks like it could fit both of you inside it. Uh, But it is tied up quite nicely and is not going to be opened without pretty much destroying the bag. Just kind of plop him on the bed. He's like halfway hanging off. You're pretty sure you hear him go, See, monkeys took my money. Back out of the room. You close the door. Uh, Adonis, what, do you retreat to your room, or is there something else that you're planning on trying to do? Mm, I walk Penelope home first, and then after that, I go back to my room. Alright. Cole, can you just head back to that trash bag? Comfy trash bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> <don't have> to... <laughs> a not too finished leg of mutton. <laughs> and more breadsticks. <laughs> more bread bits. <laughs> you guys sleep for the night trying to figure out what the fuck happened, what to do. Uh, next morning, Penelope, you wake up first, being the full-blooded elf, uh, with your four hours of rest, so you just kind of sit there for four hours, just like, what could be going on? Cloak said he didn't take the stuff. The other guy said he did. Don't know what it could be. Theron, you wake up a little bit later, just a little bit of a headache, and it smells. A little bit of that vomit must have gotten your nostrils. Oh, I need to shower. That's what you... That's what you're doing. You're giving me Futurama Nixon vibes with that voice. I tried to place it this whole time. (laughs) Futurama... So, what do the four of you do the next morning? Theron cleans Uh, himself immediately. (laughs) Insta-bath. I guess we regroup. Alright. Donis, I'm going to guess here that you're going to go get Penelope first, or... Yeah, Penelope, and then on the way to the inn, I know I'm going to pass by 
Or Tor. I'm gonna ask, like, hey, wake up, are you up? Trash Panda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna we'll be do doing it. Trash Panda now. <laughs> so you, you know head on over, you head on over to Penelope's house. You know, you knock on the door. She opens it. It kind of gives you this look. And then, right behind your head, you hear, <laughs> as her raven swoops by you. Green. And lands on her shoulder. <laughs> yeah, and then it goes, Green! Yes, green. <laughs> Alright, you ready? She gives a sigh of not really wanting to go now, but she does. It, it's okay. I don't think we'll be doing anything like that again. I hope. Alright. Let's make go. Your way, make your way over to the inn. Stop by the alleyway on your way there. Wake up, Cloak. Uh, Cloak, you are woken up with a resounding Cerulean for being pedantic! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> bread. You guys head inside, up the stairs, over to Adonis, uh, over to Theron's room. You guys get there, you knock on the door, then you hear, One minute! There's a lot of metallic clattering stuff being shoved to aside. And then you hear this little poof. Theron cracks the door and with a little cough <coughs> answers you. Gosh. <laughs> Hello. What you doing? Oh, just uh, reminiscing on, on the wonders of the night and the wonders of the morning. Let's discuss what we learned. Uh, over breakfast? I oh. say over breakfast. Uh, yes. Oh, God, yes. Hopefully over eggs. Yeah. So, so you guys, head downstairs to get your breakfast. Uh, Theron, inching his way out the door, not letting it open until he closes it. You guys head downstairs. Get your breakfast. The servers are a bit more busy today, so it's just a quick like, yes, what do you want? Okay, here you go, moving on. And uh, you may discuss your findings from the previous night and what the next plan is. All right, so <clears throat> first of all, Theron, wonderful performance. Of course. I am a man of many trades. Performer? You could be an entertainer. I've, I've entertained the idea once or twice, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, uh, what, what dear, dearest Autor, or Cloak, what, what did we learn? <laughs> uh, as part of my investigation, King just seems like he lives a simple life and I did not see any evidence of him trying to hide this goods that are stolen hmm. and that he is living or it seems to that he is living in the back of his store interesting I wonder I wonder what the other shopkeeper 
has to say about this. And, and maybe there might be something to the history between the two of them. Other than possibly trying to find their fourth member of their adventure group, maybe he might have more information. Hmm. But that's not, not pertaining to Tackle Box. Ah, indeed. <laughs> what say you, Penelope Adonis? Shall we ask, uh, Zip, what's his name? Akas? Charakos, I think? I gotta pull, it back. gotta pull it back up. Hang yeah, on. Uh, about, right? yeah, Charakos. Charakos. Uh, maybe we should ask Charakos about the fourth member? Well, it couldn't hurt any worse than, uh, how, how hurt my pride was last night, so I, why not? You don't remember much, do you? I distinctly remember someone being depanced <laughs> and my face being dangerously close to the treasures that lie beneath. <laughs> Stop between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> to let you know, I did nothing. That was not me. He did the nut thing. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm not gonna lie, I half expected Theron to go, I remember winning. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I distinctly remember him admitting defeat that I am in fact Cerulean. Yes, I, I do admit that. You are Cerulean. I think I remember you saying that you were also green, too. Ah! Cerulean of the protector! Ah! Ah, yes, Master Crow. <laughs> Always wise. <laughs> Let us go, I suppose. Yes, it's the waste choice. So, so I guess we go? Yep, so you guys start to make your way down to the second shopkeep. Uh, on your way there, uh, Eleniath is actually outside his shop, sweeping, sweeping off the pollen on the front porch. And he goes, you fall. I didn't do it. Yes. It wasn't me. He turns back to look inside. Boy! This younger elf comes outside. Yes, sir. Shoves the broom in his hands. Finish out here. Is I need he to your talk. worker? Yes. Not to... Get, come inside. Okay. What? What's all of that about last night? And which one of you went through my things? First of all, I specifically asked for ale, but they didn't have ale. I would have gone for mead, but they brought good stuff. What Wine of all things. Of what are you two talking about? It was and too then, strong for my friend right here. Yeah, Adonis called me green, and i that is an affront to my nature as a cerulean tiefling. To be fair, you did pull my pants down. That was embarrassing. That was a misstep. I don't care about that. I want to know who went through my things and why. Not me. What makes you think it would be us? Because my personal chest with my clothes and my dagger was disturbed and I hadn't been in it yet. 
like it had been rifled through. But what makes you... What right does it give you to assume that it was us? Yeah, dearest shopkeep, I can assure you we were out front. Wrestling. I rem I will remember shouting green. I am small. I am very hard to see when there is a large crowd. Roll me a deception check. Damn. Oof. <laughs> oh. He looks at he he stares at you for a little bit, and then he goes. Of course, it was the gnome rogue. What did you take? I did not take anything. Don't lie to me. I traveled with one of your kind, a gnome and a light-fingered one. I know what you're capable of. Excuse me, sir. Are you affronting my friend right now? This is a pure and innocent man. Are you and, still drunk? But more so, he is my friend, and I will not stand for this racism. Blatant. You might still be drunk. I am not. I am sober. I've had my eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but I will not stand for racism. My kind has seen enough in the past. I will not stand for it. Calm, man. Not racism. I traveled with one of his profession, and I know the signs. Did you look to see if anything was taken before accusing me of this, though? I'm accusing you of going through my things. You did ask what, what he took. To yeah, be I asked. I asked what he took because my shop has had a history of being robbed over the past couple of nights. I've took nothing from your shop. I am not the thief that you're after. Kind of straightens up his back a little bit. What is going on here? Are you Can trying to help me or is this a joke to you? Can I roll insight to see if he's, like, hiding anything or if it feels like he's hiding something from us? Sure, go ahead. All right, with an 18. Uh, so you kind of sit there for a second and, you know, you, you stare at him. And you're like, there has to be something more to this. He seems like pretty genuine in all his reactions right here like he does genuinely feel like something was gone through he does genuinely feel like uh he's correct in his assumptions he doesn't give you any sort of inclination that he's hiding anything uh if anything you're this quick observation of him kind of gives you the vibe of you know more about what's happened lately than he does Can you tell us about your worker? How, how long has he been here and what all does he do? Uh, he's been here two summers. He does some of the mundane work, the, the sweeping and the cleaning. He's not, not yet, a, not yet a, an, an adult. 
doesn't handle any of the inventory or stock. No, that's all me. Okay. And how long ago did the uh, your items started missing? Maybe a week. Not. It wasn't something going missing every day, but about a week ago was when it started. Keeps redirecting his gaze back to Cloak every now and then, but he is addressing everybody when he speaks. Pain. <laughs> Good fellow, I assure you, we are trying to get to the bottom of this. We are directionless currently, but give us time. We are trying. Um, could my character investigate this area now? Like, this store? Yeah, certainly. Maybe roll the investigation. With a 10. So you kind of... You do a quick glance through, just like you did before. Uh, there's nothing that sort of gives you any vibe one way or another. You're not... Not convinced anything's currently missing. Uh, you're also not convinced that anything's mysteriously reappeared. And you're not convinced that the missing stuff is still in here somewhere, somehow. Just kind of like a, eh, it's the same. Hmm. We investigated the man that you spoke of. The other shopkeeper. And... He claims that he has no, no reason to steal from you, and that <sighs> he did not do it. Also, there was no sign of anything within his store that was taken. We were also told that you have have been known to misplace items. M misplace the things that he took from me. Of course, it, of course, it was all linear. The linear misplaced, and I didn't misplace anything. My things went missing. Were there any signs of... Like, were there any trails, any break-ins, damage that could have possibly happened? Are you asking more of right now, or... Like, after... Like, like every time he noticed something was gone. No. I have an interesting question. Uh... Were the doors locked? Always. Does anyone have a key other than yourself? No, no one has a key. The boy, sometimes I give him the key when I want to have him close up early or... So, oh, not even then. The boy sometimes uses the key, but it's my key. I'm the only one with the key. The one key. Hmm. Interesting. 
May we the question doors. the boy? Sure. I I see. Sort of get the suspicion off of me, I suppose. I guess we're gonna go outside to to the boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Come in here. Comes in, still holding the broom. Did you finish out there? Yes, sir. I was waiting to be told to come back in. Good boy. These people have some questions for you. Be honest with them. Yes, sir. Uh, may we speak alone with the boy? I'll allow it, begrudgingly. Guards to the back, to the back of the shop. Uh, come, boy. Let's let's go out front. We can shit on the steps. Wow, your accent. You can shit on the steps. We We're gonna get swifty, boy. Get a hard about getting swifty. <laughs> I think it might be better if we go to the alleyway. Have that you way. ever shit on the floor, boy? <laughs> <laughs> come, come, have a shit on the floor. You guys, <laughs> you guys step outside. Thank just, you, Dave, for the subscription. He's still holding on to the broom. Ah. <laughs> uh. So I, I, um, <laughs> I do that. You, you guys got to realize Theron has one move, and that move is he, so he pats the boy on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it before. Uh, so, boy, what is your name? Speak up. Say what? I'm, I'm very hard of hearing, boy. Speak, <laughs> speak up, please. Takarius. Takarius. That's a fine name. What? What? What is he? He's a wood elf. Okay. How tall is he? Uh, taller than you. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Don't look it up to a kid. Uh. Also, side panel, I really like how everyone that's come in chat has said that I sound like a different person, and they're all accurate. <laughs> Every single person has said we, something different, and they're all got... accurate. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, Richard Nixon, Decker Kane, Sean Connery. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> so I already forgot his name. It's <laughs> Karius. Uh, for Wood Elf standards, he's, uh, as Eleniath indicated, he's not yet an adult, so he's not 100 years old yet. He's probably 60, 70 years old. Uh, he's maybe the low end of five feet. Five, two, five, three, maybe. And, and, and how... Well, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't know. Never mind. I haven't actually asked how old Penelope actually is, <laughs> or if she's if she knows this person. Uh, how long have you lived here, boy? 
to carry a sari. My whole life. Ah. I was born here. Do you like this town? Do you? <laughs> well, what, what what do your parents do? Tell me, d d d indulge me. They, they raise the crops. The one of many who raise crops around here. I see. An honest work. And and you've been working for the shopkeep here for two two odd summers. Yes, sir. Two summers. Ah, must like it here. Yes, sir. Do you have knowledge of what might, or what has happened to the shop in the recent times? No, sir. Only that. Stanwood has become more. Just a bit more angry as of late. More quicker to anger. Uh, I take it that's an insight on the boy? Yeah. Uh, so with an 11, um, something feels off about him, but you could easily attribute that to just, he just seems like a nervous youth, period. Like, from the moment he walked out of the shop to start sweeping the porch while you were talking with Alineath inside, he just gave off that, like, nervous vibe. May I try as well? Certainly. It's better. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, he he's given you that nervous vibe too, but you still feel like there's... They're like... You don't feel he's lying, but you feel like he wants to say something that he's not. I guess I'll just continue, because I didn't do that role, so I'll just continue, like, as... Because he just said, um... The shopkeep has been angry as of late, right? Yeah, a bit more quick to anger. Quick to anger. Uh, well, quick to anger, does he... Does he lay hands on you, boy? No, sir. Just... Uh, just more volume. That's all. More volume. What does More. he seem to be upset about? I have no idea, sir. He's just... overly critical lately. Have you seen any other odd characters coming or going from the store? Maybe uh, debtors or tradesmen that don't normally come around? He looks at you. Other than me. <laughs> no, sir. I look at Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is... Like, for Takarius' like, clothes, 
Is he not not well off, but like clean, well groomed? He he's not wearing scraps. If that, if that's like sort of what you're getting at, he's just wearing you know, like work work clothes. Okay. They're not new, but they're certainly not old. Just normal stuff, I guess. Hmm. The Takarius, what do you know about, like, what's going on? Like, all the the theft. Like, who do you think it might be? He just looks over at you and kind of stares at you for four or five seconds, then goes, Theft? Yes, theft. There has been missing goods uh, from the store. Uh, I, I lean over to him and then just whisper like, Or <clears throat> did you borrow them? Without I, asking. I, what? I, what? Asher. We're not... Has your family acquired new tools in recent days? No, sir. Uh, you seemed confused when we mentioned the theft. Has the shopkeep not brought that to your attention? No, sir. I'm just told to clean. And occasionally help with sales. Was there any sale of, uh, let's say, like a green bag, satchel, or a hose? We sell all of those things, sir. Like specifically from last week? No, sir. Hmm. Okay. Indeed. Well, dear Takarius, we're very sorry for taking your your time. Uh, it is quite valuable, even to me. I I recognize all of the cogs in the machine of a of a shop. So I suppose we can let you get right back to work. Why did I get a British accent all of a sudden? <laughs> I think right back to work. All of, the, all of a sudden, I'm Cockney, and I'm sorry for that. Fish and chips, eh? <laughs> yes, sir. Kind of just tries to wiggle out of your hand, which is very difficult to do because you got a pretty beefy Me. bread. Pretty, oh, pretty beefy bread hook. I slap him on the back. Atta boy. Carry on. Oh. <laughs> he walks inside with his chest popped out a little bit because it's just, uh, that hurt. Straighten the back out. <laughs> like he's trying to, like he's trying to escape the pain. <laughs> escape the pain. <laughs> well. Did you guys notice that he was trying to evade the question when I asked him about the steps. Oh, absolutely. He seemed to be very uncomfortable, but most people are uncomfortable when I'm patting them on the shoulder. (laughs) (sighs) 
Well, what next? <laughs> do we have any other clues? Penelope, do you know that boy's family? Okay. Would Penelope technically know? I don't think. <sighs> With the backstory provided for her, most likely no. Because it's... <laughs> it's, you know, interact when absolutely forced to by mom and dad and otherwise both. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I see. She looks at Theron and she shakes her head no. I see, I see. So maybe we should pay a visit to the family uh, by asking the shopkeep where they live. That's good. It could be a lead and there's there's no telling. While we're here, maybe we can also inquiry about their fourth party member. Oh, sure. ah, yeah, yeah, that might course. be your what his specialty was. Of course. Uh, so I guess we go back inside. Yeah. Yeah. You head back inside, and as you get there. Alenius is just kind of looking at Takarius, and he's like, just clean. It's not hard, just clean. It's all you've been doing, just clean. Yes. Oh, dude. I wouldn't be so hard on the boy, he's still a youngling. Yes, what can I do for you? Nah, we would like to know where this fair lad lives, uh, as well as uh, maybe ask about your past a little bit. Why does my past have to do with what's going on now? We're just interested of the person who you used to be. No, forget it. This is too obnoxious for just a couple of missing things. I... I walk towards him slowly and, okay. get, and puff my chest out as big as I can. And do you move? <laughs> and wait, he, is he a big guy? Am I walking into like a big guy? <laughs> no, he he looks more like your your typical uh, elf size. Very thin, very lithe. Sir. Uh, definitely toned. Yeah, yeah, of course. Adventurer. Uh, sir, there has been an affront to a store that the Vitas wish to do business with. I would have your efforts in helping us assist you. Are you even a real Vita boy? I am not by blood, but I have been adopted, and I claim the last name rightfully. <sighs> Very well, what do you want to know? We've been told about your past and about Tacklebox, but we have not been told about the fourth party member. It was a dwarf. A wizard. His name was Ironblood. Yawn Ironblood. He kept to himself, he drank a lot, and he blew things up when they needed to be. Sounds like my kind of man. Um, 
<laughs> would he still be located in this city, or did he wander or venture off to another one? I don't know. He's not here. But when I left that disaster of a group and came home, he went somewhere else, and he's never come here. Well, when did you separate? And why did two of you end up in the same city, town? Because we were both from here. As for when we separated, probably long before you were born. Thank you for your time. Now, where does the boy live? I don't know. It was sent to me. That is odd. It is a small why, town. Why, why does the boy matter? I know everyone. That doesn't mean I know where they live. Why does the boy matter? He, he just cleans. He is the only one who had access to another key. There is no other key. Oh, There's my key. To your key. Fine. He spends enough time in your place to potentially make a spare as well. He looks over at the other three of you with this, like, do you deal with this look on his face? <laughs> Every day. On a daily. Look, I wanted to be clear. I never wanted to ask for any of your help. But if it gets this whole situation resolved faster, why don't we just... Why did the four of you just come here tonight and we watch the shop overnight? Hmm? Sure. Can be arranged. That way there's no more need to look to cloak, go through my things anymore. You'll get the answers you want, and most importantly, I can be left alone. Will you also be in the shop with us, in the back, sleeping? Or will you be somewhere else? You will not be in my shop while I sleep. We'll wait outside and watch somebody come in. Watch to see if somebody comes in. Looking at Theron with this, like, correct me and I'll bitch slap you look on his face. <laughs> I, I pat him on the shoulder and I'm fantastic. You can bring the treats. Okay, let us go. Ow. Well, what do you do now? Theron says, let's go, so I'm assuming you guys walk out. <laughs> what time is it currently? I at least walk out. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is welcome to stay, but I, I at least walk out. At this point, it's probably 10 a.m. Oh, man. I'd like to ask the boy of where he lives just in case okay get over you know as he's rubbing down wiping down some of the um the shelvings and whatnot what do you say young boy i i believe this slipped my mind earlier but i was just curious of where your farm might be located in case of a need of purchase of local 
granary. Or of sorts. He just keeps wiping. You know, like he's like he's focused in on his task. He goes, We don't sell, sir. Only the shops down here do. Alright, then I'll just walk out then. Penelope and Adonis? Uh, I walk out with them. Mm. Right, Otor, um, as a last resort, do you think you might be able to follow him home? Stealthily? Undetected? I could try. Can't always guarantee everything, though. That's fine. Just in case that we don't get any answers tonight. I, I can do that. Alright. Ale? Anyone? <laughs> At 10 a.m. I believe I, I will ale. pass on ale. Uh, I experienced a wonderful <laughs> amount last night with the wine. Uh, however, I do feel that we should pay the other shopkeep another visit. Our very large friend. What say you? Yes. I think we should go. I, I also look towards uh, Cloak and, and Penelope. Shadow, what was it that he sold again on this shop? Uh, this shop was things tailored towards uh, the farmers themselves. Like bags... Uh, bags of grains, flour, wheats, uh, farm equipment, uh, like posts to build fencing, you know, things like that. Mm. To the other shop, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so you guys head on over to the other shop. You walk in, and uh, there is the absolute unit. Uh, he says, oh, you're back. Have you resolved your differences from last night? You've heard about that? Fine! <laughs> um, yes, most everyone heard about that. Word travels fast in a small town like this. Yes, we we resolve that. In a civilized manner. Bad gas. Sort of. In a small town. Uh, where is he? Feel like. Where would he be located to like the counter into the back? Uh, this guy is behind his counter. Okay. Then. He is the counter. He is huge. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not wrong there. Am I shorter than the counter? <laughs> yeah. Do I do it? <laughs> my, my good man. And I pat him on the shoulder. <laughs> Smart and grip again. Uh, 
you did not mention uh, too much information about your fourth uh, party member when you were traveling, nor did you mention when you split up, nor did you mention why you both came back to the same town. Indulge me. That was a lot of questions at once. Why don't you give them to me one at a time? I cannot remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> start, start with uh, coming to the town. Uh, <laughs> uh, why was it I heard that you were both born here. So what made you yes. come back after all of your travels? I was born here. Yes, I, I haven't gone back to community, which is a wonderful place, but there must have been something more. Mm, no. This was just my hometown. You had that no, I wanted to come back to. No emotional attachments other than that. Correct. You've got no reason to doubt him. <laughs> cool. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? What made you open a shop against your own adventure partner and from the past? My family has always run a shop. We shift our needs as the town needs shift. I simply took over. So then he, so I guess you could call him an old friend, if that's a term you would like to associate him as. If that makes it easier. Did he open the shop when he came back, or was that also a family business? No, he purchased his. But it was already open. Why do you think you would do this, seeing that you already have a shop of your own? <laughs> Eighty years ago, probably just to spite me. But it was a shop that was already a part of this... A part of our community, a part of everything we do around here, so... It made sense to keep it going, even if the ownership changed. I'm gonna- I'm gonna word this in a way that could be misinterpreted intentionally. <laughs> okay. Uh, splitting up is- is always hard. Uh, why- why is it that he would want to spite you? He accused me of taking his things, the things that he misplaced. What What were these things? <laughs> Again, the other three of you get a look of like, do you deal with this regularly? <laughs> <laughs> the, as we discussed yesterday, things like his rations and a dagger and mundane things. 
same tiefling from yesterday. Could these have been a cry for attention? <laughs> Do you think that he just wanted you to talk with him? I know exactly where you're going with this. <laughs> Notice me, senpai. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as, as, a, as a friend and acquaintance, we can talk about no. things. No, I don't think so. That's not how we were raised in this culture. This dagger you speak of, what did it look like? I don't know. He was the archer of the group, so he never needed it. Stayed back and fired the things with his arrows. Well, he, you said he stole a dagger from you that and you don't know what it looks like? No, he accused me of stealing it from him. I had that backwards, sorry. <laughs> Why? As a shopkeep. Shop, shop, tradesman to tradesman. <laughs> 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 How could he not know where his boy, like the boy comes from, to carry it? Do you know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he should know, right? Because this guy supplies, like, farm stuff for the animals, and I would assume the farm people purchase things for their animals. Yeah. Uh, I know of the boy, I know of his family, I would presume they live more on the residential side with everyone else. Would you have a rough idea of about where? Well, the residential side is the residential side, it's head that way and it's over there. Are you trying to ask me which house belongs to the boy? I'm not digging That's exactly where we are. Yes. <laughs> Why would I have that knowledge? Keeping tabs on an old friend, small town. Everybody knows each other. Bad gas travels fast. Bad gas <laughs> travels fast. I don't know what that means. <laughs> the innkeepers used it. <laughs> I don't know where the boy lives. I don't know where most people live. By the time I go home, I'm one of the last people to close up over here. Most people are already asleep in their homes, where I don't know who is who. Last time you saw a tackle box. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to break the tension right there. Fuck. Ready for that. Uh, 70 to 80 years ago when our group split up. Uh, just 
correct? He was a he was a gnome rogue. Tackle box, yes. How old do gnomes live? Like three, four hundred. It's like thirty three thousand or three hundred fifty to like five hundred years is an average range of a gnome. So it's very realistic that he could still be alive. Yes. Very realistic that all of them are alive. Dwarves also get a couple hundred years. Yeah. Do you, do you know the full name of this tackle box, or do you just know his nickname? He turns to Penelope and goes, I mean no disrespect, miss, but I'm only going to speak with you now. <laughs> because you strike me as the kind to remember information when I give it initially. Tacklebox was the only name he ever gave us. Chinas, the owner. Um, God, I had a question, but I actually forgot now. Um, Recently, no. They've, far as I'm aware, they've every they have everything they've needed for a little while now. He's not talking to me anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not talking to either of you anymore. <laughs> no rogue, so. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, let's just say that I kind of got a, something that we could potentially do. Uh, I look over at Adonis, and I gesture him to follow me out the door. And I... Nod to the sir, thank you. Do the two of you follow them? Uh, thank you for your time, sir. Can I make a quick investigation check behind the counter? Uh, yeah, sure. Seventeen. So, uh... During the time where he stopped talking to you and has been talking to Penelope, you just kind of do a very quick hoo, 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 peeking in and out to try and see. Uh, you, What are you looking for exactly? Um, just... Like what goods he would have in the back or maybe like a trap door? Like uh, okay, so for what goods he has, there's not really anything behind the counter of goods. The counter seems to just be like the don't, the employees only section. Uh, you don't see anything that appears to be a trapdoor or any sort of like floor out of position. It's it's a pretty well kept shop. The floors are nice and level. All right, yeah, I'll just walk outside then. Seeing he has no business with me anymore. 
Okay. Um, I kind of try to openly say it to the others, but I mostly look at Adonis for most of my conversation. Um, animals usually eat often and quite a bit, especially when they're at hard at work. We should definitely check their home residency. And when we check the store, could we have someone help me get to the back and place a alarm on the storage zone of the shop owners that had his stuff sold? Boys, did you hear that? It, it was quiet, but I heard. Okay. So who here can sort of set up an alarm or a trap, maybe? Who here can do the thing that Penelope just told me she can do? I'm sorry, my, my, I am dehydrated. I need ale. My brains are not functioning. Brains? Why is that plural? I met my brain cells. See? <laughs> He don't have any more left. <laughs> May have had too much wine. <laughs> no more, no more wine. It doesn't. Not go well empty. with me. I'm empty. <laughs> All right, uh, to the residential area. Yeah, yeah. We're going straight to the residential area to scoop around. Look for the mm -hmm. boys' home or farm. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't think. Do we have anything to go off of? Well, the fact that they haven't come to buy stuff for their cattle and. That farm, could be an oversight right? on my part. I have no fucking idea how farm animals work. Uh. Whatever. <laughs> I. I is, uh, that must have been what you said a second ago. Okay, because I, I couldn't really hear you. He would have given whatever answer is like, no, the common answer. Like, what an answer. <laughs> what, if, if they have to go often, they would have gone often. Sort of deal. He's got uh, no reason to lie about that. That's just me. Oh, so they have gone often. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that. so we'll... I gotta... I gotta so it's not like they didn't that. need to buy their stuff from them because they have it from someone else type of thing. Yeah. It's being stolen. But um gotcha. Uh we also just we don't know where they live. Like we know that it's in the residential area, but we don't know his last name or like anything, so like we could knock door to door, but <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of our a... Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> Do you have a boy? Yeah, that'll end beautifully. <laughs> Especially for a gnome rogue that just clearly has reputation. Did come out to play? So, so, <laughs> I, I guess I should be in character. So I think when we do the stakeout tonight, we should have Dear Cloak follow. If, if someone does come in, Cloak should follow them back in case they're receiving orders from someone else. Then 
lies the issue of how far do I have to follow them? How far can you run, dear Croak? <laughs> <laughs> I actually have um, my city secrets. I, I don't know if that will help at all with anything. You won't necessarily be in combat either. No, well, you won't be. You won't be in combat. Uh, that could work because it's not saying like I know the city. It's like you recognize I can cut through there. Like patterns, basically. Yeah, you recognize layouts. So, I mean, I could try to cut corners, but also still hopefully have an advantage of staying hidden from his view. Or the person's view if somebody does take something tonight. Uh, and Penelope, you also have a wonderful bird that might be able to follow from the sky, perhaps. She knows that they're Wait, so in that case, are we not helping her get put an alarm in the sh uh, in the shop? Uh, I'm afraid that I didn't if we hear the... if we set an alarm and the thief sets off an alarm, they might not make it back to where they're going, and we won't be able to find the stash or whoever's giving them and orders. It didn't specify. I'm sorry. Um, well, I don't know if this should be in character or not, but. The alarm that wizards can place could be something that could be a single ping in their mind to wake them up, or it could be something loud. Now we can make it so that it is not something loud. That could be useful. That's why she offered that. That could be basically good. Basically, the alarm spell... Uh, she would have explained it in a way that it can be something loud and audible or it can just be a little ping in Penelope's mind that she knows it's been tripped ah. and there's no sound that, that, okay perfect yeah, that. Mm -hmm. that would help in case they are particularly sneaky and have a way inside we that we haven't thought of we just have to get her to be able to place it and like get behind the basically the front desk sure how, how, how many out. how many of those can you place shadow was it only one or could uh, place i am double checking right now i want to say one off the top of my head that's what i remember as well uh a door, a window, or an area within range that is no larger than a 20-foot cube. That's so a you could big do range. <laughs> So if you do an area, you can cover more than one door or window. Um, but the door or window itself will not cause the ping. It's only when something enters that area. Uh if you do pick a door or window, you can only pick one door or window. Because I kind of wanted to place it 
where his storage was, the entrance of his storage. I mean, yeah, you can just pick the door. Okay. Hey everyone, Shadow Rockets here. I hope you're enjoying the second part of the first session of Half Luck. I know we did. No real updates today, so this is just a nice little mental break to let you know you're awesome. See you next time. Uh, so what was next on the list? Setting a trap. Uh, preparing our stakeout. Alright, so we just wait until nighttime then? Uh, I mean, we should probably like quick pop in and tell the shopkeep the plan, right? Okay. Well, he said he was going to be involved in it, so. But the way he said it, I think he wants outside. He stays inside. Yeah. That's part of the reason why she said if they could help her place the trap. Because if we're not going to be inside, she's not going to be able to just at any time place it. Yeah, he doesn't want a gnome rogue inside of his facility. Touching his dagger. <laughs> I guess we should go and clarify then, because I thought he was going to be watching with us. That is what he had indicated, yes. That he would be outside with you. Yeah. I mean, if he's the thief himself, then it doesn't really matter what we do. <laughs> um. It was true. I say we should tell him to have the boy close up for the night. Give the boy the key and see what happens. That might be leading him on. Well, if he's done it in the past, it shouldn't be out of the ordinary. Uh... Has he let the boy close up the shop? I thought he said, like, he always mm -hmm. sticks a key back or whatever. He did yes. mention. He does always take the key back, though. Ah. Either way, we should probably go up to him, talk to him one-on-one -on -one without the kid there. Regardless. Or we could later. We could we could go to the inn or something and kill time until it's time to like close up shop. Right, so it sounds like the inn is the choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unless yeah, you're sure. going to the shop. I mean, I'm trying to figure out what's the plan here. You're slapping two options on the table in front of me. Like we're doing one of these. Well, which one? Yes. I, I say we stop at the shop because that's going to be on our way to the inn regardless. We talk to him and only him without the boy. Inform him of the plan and we go to the end and kill time. Alright. So, you guys head over to the shop. Uh, you head inside. It is just him. He comes out from the back. Yes. We found anything out? No, but we have a plan. All right. Can we just like say we divulge the plan? Actually, uh, young Penelope, pray tell him the plan. 
Also, is it, Penelope's probably Watch older it. than me, but I'm just <laughs> gonna keep saying that. <laughs> well, she's young for elves. It, it's age. a rel it's a relativity thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she she looked at the shopkeeper. I um uh can can I uh check the back of your storage? For what? I would like to uh place a, a possible alarm if if I can. Place an alarm. Alright. And how are we planning on doing that? Um, just to uh, the entrance. Making sure. No, I understand the what, dear. I mean, how. Oh, uh, I have a spell. It's special for triggering uh, or letting, letting me know whenever an alarm is triggered. No. The alarm spell, I've heard of that. The wizard used to do it. Began casting it. Yes, yes, that's fine. But not Thank now. There's, uh, no point. There's no point in doing it now. It's still the middle of the day. I'll be coming and going, and even if you say, well, let's not let Alinea trigger the alarm, it's probably going to wear off by the time you come back for our little stakeout. Yeah, yeah. When you come back tonight, I will go in the back with you and we'll yeah. place it. Uh, we think the alarm should be silent or only acknowledge uh, Penelope uh, so that the rogue cloak can follow. Dirty glance shots at a cloak. Can follow whoever breaks in back to their hideout and potentially find the stash. Alright. Okay. You see the temple, the vein in his temple kind of throb a little bit and he's just like, alright. I'm done questioning you. Whatever it is you want to do. Dangerous words, my friend. And I guess, he <laughs> I guess Theron like walks out like saying that. Turned on his heel. <laughs> Dangerous words, my friend. <laughs> oh boy. To the end we go. <laughs> All right. So you head over to the inn. Guessing you get drunk again? No. <laughs> Theron, Theron sips one wine for nurses it for the whole night with plenty like of water. Alright. I uh, would play it safe. I would like a glass of meat. Glass of mead. And uh would Theron be working on his project? While you wait, uh, probably tinkering. Sure, I'm sure the bar the barkeep is uh, used to seeing this happen. Used to the the loud noises coming from your room. Used to the mini explosions here and there, and used to hearing ignore that in the middle of the night. 
Yeah, yeah. But this is probably like one of the more mild portions of the project. Yeah, this is definitely <laughs> something you ran upstairs, grabbed, and you're working on at the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so you guys sit there, you eat, you drink, maybe play a little bar games. <laughs> and uh, we're going to hit that fast forward button because nothing happens. You guys are just waiting, killing time. Uh, until eventually it sun is down, the few bits of torches that are being lit at night are being lit. You make your way back to the shop. Okay, so as the night falls and you begin to make your way back to the shop, when you get there, uh, Alineath is outside waiting for you. What took you so long? You know what? Don't answer that. I don't want to know. Let's go. And he leads you. Uh, Penelope. Uh, he leads all of you, but he's got you up front. Into the back. I would ask you to forgive the mess, but... Looks at, looks at Cloak. And then doesn't finish that sentence. <laughs> So he leads you to the back. You spend your 10 minutes and 6 seconds ritually casting alarm. So you don't have to burn that spell slot. And you can be much more thorough this way. Uh, what exactly are you alarming? Are you going to go ahead and alarm just the door itself? Or are you going to try to alarm uh, the whole area to include the door? Mm. I would like to alarm the storage area. So the whole area. Okay. Yeah. So you can uh, remember you can set who does and does not trigger it. So I'm assuming you're going to set everybody here. Like don't set this off in case they walk back in or for something. Mm -hmm. All right. The alarm is set then. And he leads you back out the front and he says all right now we'll go across the way and watch the front door i'm guessing you've got the whole back half covered miss yeah <laughs> very well so all we have to do is watch the front he leads you across the street and kind of around one of the small buildings on the other side of the street are we still able to see the windows you could see some, not all. Okay. Just because of the angle. And uh, who is going to be like kind of up front watching the front of it? Um, probably not. I can go. Uh, I got dark vision. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I've also got dark vision, I believe, so I can look. Everybody has dark vision. Yeah. <laughs> I just have terrible <laughs> perception. <laughs> My passive is 10. Oh, boy. All right. Should I keep a lookout? I forgot the... I don't... But was I able to blend in easier? Yes, you you have the Mask of the Wild, so it's easier for you to blend in to uh, foliage and whatnot. 
You got any bushes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in that case, would I be able to then uh, probably scout out easier? Yeah. So it's Penelope and Adonis, or just Penelope? Uh, I'll be somewhere I, I can try to be hidden. That would be kind of closer to the back. All right. I'll just yeah. watch them to see if they signal. Like, from behind. Oh, hello. We do have a map. And also, in that case, I could also possibly send my bird if I see anything to follow the person. Uh, yeah, that would also be a possibility for you. Okay, perfect. And so, here we have the five of you and your tokens hanging out around that building, just sitting there watching. Uh, three hours pass, and you all are just sitting there watching. And waiting and it's oh so boring are there any trash packs nearby trash <laughs> packs <sighs> oh, get catch me a nap uh so let's get a perception check from penelope and a stealth check okay so perception And Ooh. <laughs> that nat one. Yep. You feed oh. that So you are pretty hidden, pretty well hidden. I mean, like she just kind of nestles down in the grass next to some a little bit of overgrown thicket and like close to the building. And even the three of you who are right next to her, if you glance away, it kind of takes you a second to find her again. Like she's just naturally blending in so great but you penelope are so zoned in on one spot on the building that you sort of basically force yourself into a tunnel vision and then you kind of force it force it even further to where your brain just kind of checks out and you're on autopilot just staring at this one spot your eyes are an alarm <laughs> After after some time, you hear, who's that? And you see somebody come into view. And they are, they are indeed attempting to be sneaky, but not doing too great. I like motion to, to cloak. Don't say anything. I just motion. All right, what do you do? Um. What what am am I able to go around the other side of our building that we're around? Yes. Hey, go. I don't know. How, how far can I move? <laughs> uh, we're not in combat, so you kind of have a a free range movement. Within reason. F 
for this, I'd say focus less on the map. The map is just to show placement. Okay. Just tell me what you do, and I'll update the map accordingly. Alright. Um, I just try to go around the other side of the building. Just try to per per perceive of what I can see of the person that might be approaching the building. Alright. Roll me a perception check. Please be good. <laughs> Damn it. So you kind of sneak a little closer. And you're trying to get a look. And it's... You can't see the face. You're like, I have no idea who this is. And you stare at him a little more and you're like... They got some big fucking arms, but that's about it. And so you just kind of look back and do that, like, eh. <laughs> There's a person there. <laughs> what the fuck? And before any of you can really formulate something based off of what Cloak has said, Eleniath starts power walking over there. <laughs> and as he gets up, as he gets up to him, he says, Tarkos, what the hell are you doing? The figure turns and now that you get a solid look at his face it's a big beefy boy it's charcos one beefy boy. it's like what the hell are you doing out here you guys can move your tokens uh currently to show where you're at i guess we just walk up behind him at this point Actually, let this me is my shot. What do you area. think I'm doing here? I, I, I simply meant, what are you doing up so late? And I, what are you doing here? And he's poking the big guy in the chest with his finger. You're a little worried. It's about to snap. His his finger about to snap. That is. It's, it's, I. <sighs> Look, I told them. He kind of looks at the four of you as you walk up. All right. I had told them your shop was at risk of going under, that you weren't really having the best time lately. That is none of your concern. What's in that bag? I planned on leaving some gold on your doorstep. Why would you? I don't want your pity gold. Give me my things back. I, I haven't taken your things. Please stop yelling. You're going to wake people up. Can I roll an insight to see if he's lying or telling the truth? Sure, go ahead. Not bad. Um, they are both giving you vibes of they're telling the truth. They're both convinced that they are correct in this situation. Okay. Good and dearest friends. They both turn to you and say in unison, Stay out of this! No, there could still be a theft tonight. Please get behind this building. Oh, there won't be any theft now that we've found the culprit. I'm he not... He is leaving gold. I don't want his pity gold. I want my things back. Okay. So I can sell them and earn my gold myself. Then go 
God damn it, man, please get behind the building. At this point, Penelope, you hear this blink in your head. I reach over to Adonis and I pull his shirt. Someone's in there. Like, boys, someone's in there. <laughs> Cloak. Everyone looks Cloak. over at you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna run to the side of the building. Uh, are you gonna, you're just running or are you trying to be stealthy? It'd be stealthy. All right. Oh. Uh, yeah. Let's get a stealth. Oh, let's go! Nice. Net twenty. Damn. So, someone's in there. They're on. You turn. You're... Cloak. Someone's in there. Go. Where the fuck did he go? <laughs> he just kind of <laughs> gone. So you fucking take off, little Stewie Griffin footsteps, fucking gone. And as you get to the back, you kind of like back up against the corner of the building. And Takarius is fiddling with the lock on the back door, and he's got a wagon full of things. He's sort of mumbling to himself, come on, come on, open, please. I would like to uh, approach him behind and just, like, grab him. Okay. Give me a strength check. Not a saving throw, a strength check. So just click where it says uh, strength and the ability. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Alright. Uh, that does not include your proficiency, so we we add that manually. Because as far as I'm aware, everybody's proficient in grapples. But I, or it's in a attack what's your strength modifier you have a strength modifier of Two. don't say it okay it, it shows yeah so 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 it, it's including your modifier it's not including your proficiency because a grapple is an unarmed strike and everybody's proficient with their own unarmed strikes so that's a 10 okay uh, there's just there's no like grapple or unarmed strike option which is a little okay. dumb so the 10 so the 10, you kind of just very quietly take a step up onto his little wagon, a step onto the bag of grain and kind of use it to get some footing. And then you just jump onto his back and wrap your arms around his neck. Uh, the four of you, the five of you out front hear this. Ah! Well, I guess I run around like the corner. You <laughs> come in. These two take off as well. And you see uh, Ortor as a backpack for Takarius. <laughs> Just right on top of him. Ortor, are you winning? <laughs> Guys, got are him! you winning, son? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Those are my things. Takarius? Please, please, uh, please, please get this, get this thing off of me. Please, I don't, I don't, I don't want to die. Please, I, I was, please. Fuck it. 
panicking. I haven't seen you tap out. You gotta tap out, Takarius. Oh my god. <laughs> I just whisper to him, calm down, and I will let you go. No, he's not going to calm down. He's a nervous wreck. He always has been. This is the closest you're going to get. Why did you take my things? No, don't, don't yell at him. If he's a nervous wreck, yelling at him won't get anywhere. You shut your mouth! We don't want to alert anybody else in the town. Uh, I, I'm gonna get off his back and just like step in the opposite direction of everybody else. We kind of has if like if he were to run, it would be like into them or me. All right. So as you step off his back, he kind of just wheels around and slams his back into the door and just slowly slumps down to his butt. And just. <sighs> 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 What? What? I think, dear boy, you have some explaining to do. Okay. I, I accidentally took the things. <clears throat> How do you accidentally take an entire bag of grain? You lying, conniving little enough, 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 enough. Charcos is just kind of pushing him back. Enough, enough. Stop. I, I've been working here two summers, and I coming coming up on three, and many. Many of my friends that have been working with others have, they, they make more than, than I do. And I wanted to ask for more, more money. And I got very scared. And I sort of ran off with whatever was in my hand on the days that I wanted to ask. Yes, even the whole bag of grain. I just ran all the way home with I, I I haven't used anything and I didn't mean to steal it I, I came to bring it back he's just so scary lately you little enough 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 I'm sorry I'm so sorry and I'm, I'm not just sorry that I got caught I've been sorry this whole time Does the kid have a key or like a copy or was he like trying to pick the lock? Can I ask him? Um, how, in what manner did you think that you were going to be able to unlock this door? And with what? He normally doesn't lock the doors. All, all the nights he tells me to, they're locked. And then I give the key back, but normally he just forgets <laughs> I, I do not hide a sigh and a disappointed look face <laughs> <laughs> palm this boy is just afraid of confrontation 
comes trudging back with like the So you stole my things because you didn't feel like you could talk to me. Yes, sir. He just turns and starts looking through the wagon. It's all here. Yes, sir. You're fired. Fuck! And he kicks the wagon. Ah! Ah! But because you've actually done a pretty good job over the past two summers, I won't say anything because you brought it all back. Mess up one more time. Anywhere you go. And I will not hesitate to inform this entire town about what you have done to me. Now do you believe that you could have potentially misplaced things with such an obvious answer? I never misplaced anything. You did leave your door unlocked. No, I never. It's locked right now. Penelope's just sitting there, like, drumming her fingers together, because you know, like, eh, it's locked, because I kind of locked it while we were in there. <laughs> you took my food, though, and I won't forget that. I never took your... your rations? No! I had that... pastry... For that one town we went to, that I planned on eating, and it was gone. Oops. <laughs> Eighty years you've been hung up over a pastry. Yes. I didn't want that. The only person who wanted that was Tacklebox. <laughs> Tacklebox, I knew it. As if... With a snap of the fingers, you see this realization come over both of their eyes. That's why Yorn began casting that alarm spell over his back. Hey, alarm spell! That's how I knew what she was doing, because he began casting it over his back every night! <laughs> he fucking knew! He fucking knew. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I'm going home. Go home, boy! Yes, sir! And he just scrambles off and runs off. I don't have the patience for the four of you right now. Come back tomorrow. I'm just waving it. <laughs> this Tacklebox seems like a nice fellow to meet one day. <laughs> I may learn a thing or two from him. Gang, we solved the thief puzzle. We make a good team. Especially, uh, play the Final Fantasy Victory Fanfare. <laughs> You're gonna have to load that into your thing now, Shadow. <laughs> it's like Zelda opening or 
link open in the chat. Yeah, right. <laughs> the four of you, the four of you, go back to the inn or go home in Penelope's case because you are quite exhausted. To the trash bag. <laughs> the next morning. Uh, Atanas, you are woken up by a resounding <laughs> from the next room over. And as you go out into the hall to see what happened, Theron's coming out of his room with a plume of smoke following him, coughing up a lung. <coughs> you are, are you alive? Yeah, it's just another failed experiment. What is it that you are experimenting on? No, just a project. I tinker with my time. Indulge me. What is it exactly? No, I'm sure very soon, dear friend, you will see it in all its glory. Does it go... Ooh. It's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> if it works, what is it supposed to do? Man's best friend. One day. Man's best friend. It's kind of vague. Have you been drinking? <laughs> Only in the fumes of my failure, dear friend. <laughs> uh, shall we freshen up and, uh, well, have breakfast? Absolutely. Some eggs sound wonderful. <laughs> All right. Here we go, grab Penelope. Alright. On the so, way back. Oh, door! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, wa <laughs> he walks outside. You walk outside, you walk past the alley, you just. Ortor! As you keep walking, Ortor, you sit up with this, like, disgusting, grease soaked dish rag over your eyes, like, huh? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Not again. Um, Penelope, you, uh, you woken up, oh, not you woken up, you're already awake, kind of sitting in your room, thinking, mulling something over, Penelope, are you awake, are you reading, I'm awake, your mom, I'm not reading, your mom opens the door, you're not reading, darling, are you well? You're always reading. Mother, I... I think... I want to tell you something. Well, of course, dear. You can tell me anything. I... I have spoken to... Adonis, and I think I will be traveling with him for a bit. Uh, come again? Well, he needs help to find something special to him, and I was helpful today in the robbery, and I would like to help him, too, on his quest. She just leans forward and puts a hand on your cheek. 
and you're like, oh, you know, tender mom-daughter moment, and then she moves it up to your forehead, and you're like, wait, what? You don't feel warm. She puts it on the back of her hand on your other cheek. You, you want to leave? To travel? I With him? Uh, yes, it, he kept me safe today, and it was fun. It was different. It was very, very different. Uh, but it was fun. I would like to be helpful on his quest. She sits there. You can tell those wheels are spinning. You see the smoke coming out of her ears. Then you hear, wow! Ah! Every time! At that point, there's a boom boom on the front door. Ah! I'm going to have a heart attack around here. She gets up. Adonis, you're standing there waiting. The front door opens. You see her mother, and she instantly just slams the door back in your face. <laughs> I didn't no do anything no, yet. No time for even a hi, just a <laughs> Penelope. Yes, mother. Please come here. And go here. Don't open the door, but don't do anything. Just wait here. As you, as you hear, I didn't do anything. I said, don't open the door. <laughs> She's gone for a second. You hear this rapid back and forth whispering between her and your father. And then, um, much to your surprise, they both come back. You want to leave. He comes up and he, he cups your face. He's like, my daughter wants to leave. And you kind of give him them that, like, those puppy eyes, but also that, like, I don't want to go wise. And then he also puts a hand on your forehead. No, she doesn't feel warm. That's what I said. I said she doesn't feel warm. Well, of course. At which case, you and your mother both go, what? He's like, Leah, this is what we've been wanting for years, for her to expand her horizons, be more active, and I love you, darling, but talk to people. And now she's she's come out of her shell and is willing to do that on her own. Who are we to step in the way? She's, your mother starts to go, uh, uh, well, uh, but, uh, um, uh, you're right. Wait here, both of you. Who's at the door? Don't open the door. <laughs> Your dad leaves. And he comes back with three things in his arms, all kind of like bundled up in a blanket. He unfolds it. And he hands you, firstly, this very, very pristine uh, book. 
you recognize it as one of the books that one of your professors had at school or like the same style a very black and white uh color schemed very gothic diamond-esque sort of pattern uh with these golden uh guilds on the front running in you know big very victorian fashion and he says I bought this for you when you came home from wizarding school to celebrate. And then you went back in your room before I had a chance to give it to you and never really came out. So, I'm giving it to you now. I've already had a couple of your instructors fill it with some of the spells that you said you were having a lot of fun with in your letters. Then he hands you a bag and he says, that's not a lot, but it's 10 gold. It's all I can spare for you, but it should help with lodgings and food and Perhaps a better traveling companion at some point. <laughs> Adonis, you hear all of this plain as day except for that last part. You just hear... And you're just kind of like, what? What the fuck did he just say? What's going on? <laughs> and lastly, he hands you this beautiful bladed weapon he takes the sheath off and the handle is a very nice uh, mahogany wood that's sort of like varnished to have that sheen that shine sort of syndrilical in fashion with a slight curvature to it as it leads into the blade which itself follows that same curvature all the way down to the tip and all the way down the blade is this very intricate uh, just very faintly like chiseled in uh, just this elvish pattern. And uh, it comes down to the tip and at the tip it's sort of got this very faint like quick right up into like a, a very 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 sharp point. And as you're looking it over he hands it to you. He says, be very careful, it's very sharp. And uh, as you look at it, you notice that where the blade meets the handle, that little, if you were looking straight down the blade at the handle, the circle where the blade and the handle meet, there's a silver, uh, silver a star flower embossed into it, painted on. He says, this is, was, mine. When I had my adventuring phase like you did. At that point, your mother just bursts into ugly crying tears and <laughs> runs into the other room. <laughs> she always was a bit emotional. And at this point, you now notice something you've only observed three times in your entire life. You see your father's eyes begin welling up with tears. And he says, that kept me safe. I'm sure it will keep you safe as well. Just promise me that you will come home, even if to visit, 
that you'll be safe and that you will leave every city, town, village, anywhere you go, you will leave it a better place than when you found it. As you hear this, ah! from the other room, he very gently teaches you how to put the sword back in the sheath and how to take it out, how to hold it. Just a super quick rundown. Uh, it's sort of a refresher over uh, training you've had your entire life. And then he just gives you a big hug, big schmeck on the forehead, and you just hear on your shoulder, Green! <laughs> and he, he pats the raven on the head with a look of trepidation on its face, like, am I really doing this? You'll look after her, won't you? I love you. I'll take that as yes. Your mother comes running out of the room, almost tackles you into the door. Again, just... <laughs> My baby! Does Adonis hear this? Adonis hears all of this. In fact, you've got, like, your ear to the door, and when she's tackled into the door, there's a wham, and you're like, oh, fuck! My ear! Cool. It, almost, it almost knocks your mask off because you kind of had your mask touching the door a little bit too and you're like <laughs> your, your parents finish saying their goodbyes and Adonis as you're leaning back into the door it opens so you throw yourself back quite quickly and Penelope it's quite amusing to you how immediately the tone shifts because your mother instantly dries up and your father says if anything happens to her I will find you. I will gut you like a fish. And I will parade you around this town to let whatever happens happen. <laughs> and you're kind of like, okay, that's graphic and unnecessary. But... What is exactly going on? You ask that question and her mother steps into your face. And she goes, My family will never hear that I said these words. But if anything happens to her, I will skull fuck you with your mask. Oh no, please. please no. At that point, you like actually freeze up. You're like, oh, well, oh no. <laughs> As her mother pulls back, they give Penelope one last hug. They step inside and close the door. And then you hear your mother, do we have to? do it like this and he goes yes if we stare at her any longer we might not let her leave and you could tell they're walking back inside the house <laughs> you look over at Adonis and even though all you can see is his eyes and like a little bit of his mouth you can tell like he's never been more afraid than he is right now <laughs> Ortor and Theron you two are sitting at your booth like what the fuck is taking so long the <laughs> eggs are getting cold <laughs> Or so it's like the eggs are getting old. Theron's like, oh, they're not. I'm eating mine. <laughs> At least I could enjoy my bread. Kenobi, <laughs> what? What? I am confused. What just happened? Oh, I was muted. <laughs> Oops. I, uh, I will be following you on your quest. They, uh, were just saying their goodbyes. That was them saying goodbye. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
I apologize for any uh, I, I possible threat. I understand, but are you sure? Because you're leaving your home. It's going to be a completely different lifestyle. Are you sure? Yes. Uh, well, today was fun. Unexpected things happened, and uh, I was useful. I would like to continue to be useful. Well, I am a dumb boy, and I do need help. <laughs> well, let's go have breakfast and yay to adventuring. <laughs> she knows that him. So you guys head over back to the tavern. Uh, Theron and Ortor, after about 10-15 minutes, you finally see the two of them walk inside. Ah! Oh, I finally. thought you had tripped and, and fell into a gutter. I'm sorry, Adonis, but you know what they say. When eggs get cold, one man's <laughs> eggs are another man's eggs if he doesn't eat them. Did you eat my eggs? Let's get another round of eggs for Adonis. <laughs> Both of them are I on like him. My eggs. <laughs> Penelope can't help, but for the first time since she's been with the three of you, laugh out loud as we end our first session. A. Hey.